What's going on, y'all? What's up? Sorry I'm a little bit late. Sorry I'm a little bit late. Uh, welcome in. Welcome in, y'all. Despite my tardiness. Thanks for listening to um, my little intro there. Shout out to Anchor Bear. Castles and Airships. The Night Mix and the Day Mix. Both are dope. Shout out to Casey for my Christmas present sweatshirt here. I just want to wear this on stream. And shout out my boy Case. Thank you for the Christmas present. Is this, is this the correct, it's correct on my screen. It might be backwards in the final product. I always forget if it's correct orientation or if it flips, but it says, uh, can't, I guess for the podcast listeners as well, the audio only is, says defund the HOA <laughs> based shirt, not a homeowner yet, yet keyword there, but, um, one day I will be. And regardless, the sentiment stands. <laughs> thanks for tuning in y'all welcome in y'all all y'all that's right all you all <laughs> all you all thank you for tuning in um happy new year welcome to 2023 hope your christmases were marvelous and amazing i uh myself i went down to Ro- i went down to florida on a little road trip got some uh nice little reading sessions in on the beach some workouts in on the beach. Your boy's starting to finally get swole. <laughs> starting to get strong here. Been losing weight, but finally starting to really make some uh, muscle gains, you know. And uh, hopefully next month I'm going to have some awesome guests on to talk about exercise and lifting weights. And, you know, what and how and why Christians should do that. Um, it's going to be a good, good, good set of streams. And then I'm going to talk about my year of progress that I started last year um, with y'all on a stream. I think it was March. Beginning er really, really early in March. I want to say the first or second week of March. And I'm going to like do a stream right then on my year of progress. Show you the before and after, you know. You ready for it? You ready to see what's under this defund the HOA sweatshirt, y'all? In about a month and a half. But yeah, my trip was dope. Uh, again, I worked out on the beach. That was pretty sick. That was pretty dope. Like waking up, I uh, got a little Airbnb like a block away from the beach in Cocoa Beach, Florida. Did some uh, workouts and walked around on the, the pier and the boardwalk and then downtown and stuff. It was dope. It's a nice little relaxing getaway. I um, cold the first day, first day or two. I went down on Christmas Day when everyone was uh, dealing with some serious cold everywhere. It was just quote unquote Florida cold, you know, 40 or 50 degrees. It's not a nightmare for me. And I drove down, so I didn't catch all that uh, airplane madness, airport madness that was going on for everyone, right? Um, am I not streaming on YouTube? Yeah, I got a strike on YouTube, so I guess I'm not streaming on YouTube. And this stream will probably, we'll talk about that. I'm probably going to get banned anyways. So I'm like already pre-banned apparently on YouTube. So that's funny. But yeah, I bought a new truck, road tripped it down. Um from Nashville down to Tennessee, drove all through Georgia, taking small little roads, did some sightseeing along the way, did some, you know, went to, went through Atlanta a little bit, saw some places, some sights, went over to Athens on my way back up, driving up through Athens, through the mountains, through Knoxville, and then back over to uh, Nashville. It was fun. Test driving my car a little bit, sightseeing, get a little relaxing road trip in, you know, listen to podcasts and music. It was dope. It was nice. And saw some family that I never really get to see down in Florida, which was awesome and amazing. Love you guys. Truly. It was awesome seeing you. It really was. Um, 
I also experienced Bucky's for the first time. <laughs> Any of y'all in the South know what I'm talking about, right? With Bucky's. And I had heard about people talking about it. Like, oh, it's a big gas station. It's a really big gas station and the food's pretty good. But like when you go, man, it's a whole thing, dude. It's an ordeal. It's a it's the gas station's gas station. It's like saying it's the Costco of gas stations doesn't even do it justice. Like I had heard about it. And you see all these signs on the highways, you know, like funny, quirky little things, funny little slogan signs, and then like X amount of miles ahead, you know? So I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. I've heard they have cheap gas. I got to stop and get gas anyways, you know, like get a little, you know, get a little Gatorade in or whatever, some Propel. So I stop and I pull in and it was, I mean, whoa. (laughs) It was like, man, I did not, I knew I was expecting big. I was expecting crazy, but it Still, just doesn't do it justice. It's way too big, way too crazy. They even had a mascot. It was Christmas Day. They had like a legitimate, like legit mascot guy with little kids taking picture with Santa Claus hat, Bucky the Beaver, you know? It was pretty funny. So that's my new favorite place. If you ever get a chance, stop at Bucky's. It's like B-U-C-E-E-S, I think. And uh, stopped along the way. Again, I said I stopped in Athens, stopped in Atlanta, stopped in Knoxville, stopped in Orlando. Hit up some uh, cool spots, some campuses, and did some uh, stickering campaigns. So uh, if you're finding me through those stickers, if you're tuning into this right now because you saw my sticker on like the back of a stop sign or something, um, or on like a utility box, uh, welcome in. 07's in the chat for the newbies. Uh, Welcome in. Um, Hope you stay and hear me out for like at least one stream. <laughs> one stream, maybe two. This might be a bad first one if you, if this is your first first one. Uh, maybe I'll read a couple blogs, you know, uh, before turning off and unsubscribing. But um, yeah, I just wanted to update y'all with all that, and uh, also just wanted to update that I am for sure finally going to jump in to a whole Genesis series, a whole breakdown, a whole thorough going through of Genesis. Um, I kind of going back and forth, maybe, maybe doing just the whole thing verse by verse, maybe just summarizing it and hitting all the the key points and bringing up a lot of the verses, but maybe not reading the entire thing. So let me know in the live here, if y'all are with me, those of y'all with me on, uh, actually have people on Facebook watching me. That's hilarious. I have my Twitch, (laughs) my one Twitch streamer. Welcome in as always, whoever you are, the mysterious Twitch streamer, Twitch viewer. I always have. And people on DLive, and apparently, yeah, I'm not on YouTube tonight, so sorry about that. But yeah, let me know in the comments later on. Hit me up in DMs or comment on this, um, wherever you're listening or watching this, if you want me to do like the full verse-by-verse of Genesis, or if you just want me to kind of summarize it and bring up most of the verses. Um, We're going through it, man. I'm going through it. We're diving in. Started the prep work. I got the dates locked in. So uh, no more delays and excuses for me on that front. If you've been here with me for a while, you're my OGs. You're one of my OGs, like Casey, my boy, sent me this. Said he's seen every single stream, seen or listened to every single stream. That's dope. Shout out. Thank you for the Christmas sweater and dope. Thank you for uh, putting up with me for like 114, (laughs) now 114 episodes. That's sick. You're my dog. Shout out. Um, He also sent me candles way back in the day. That was pretty dope. These like cool, dope, like Archangel candles. So he's been with me since like, that was like live stream, like 14 or something, 16 in the teens. So he's been with me for like three years. 
So y'all who've been with me for a while and you hear me keep saying like, oh, I want to or I'm gonna go through Genesis, it's happening, my dudes. But give me like another two months. So I got stuff booked and planned until then. Also gonna be doing more good news for my dude stuff. Devotional clips on my social media pages. I know that's another thing I keep saying I'm gonna do and I keep not really doing it, but uh, it's happening. It's happening, it's happening. It's just like the last five months of my life have been... um, wild and crazy just like unbelievably busy and just mentally draining in so many ways but it's new year back on the grind we're uh, done making excuses and you know we're gonna start putting up not shutting up (laughs) time to keep putting time to get on with the putting up not the shutting up right so tune in up tune in check in on me Uh, i got more stuff coming for y'all promise with all that all that rambling and updates being being said, I know I'd, I'd also promised I would do that at the end. I just wanted to start off the new year and after a little break and gap in time on my streams, just updating y'all on what's been happening in my life. But I am Sean Corey, Jonathan Corey, real name Sean Corey, social name Jonathan Corey, just so I can get the links and stuff. Um, all, all of those links, all my things, uh, you can find it at libertylinks.io slash Jonathan Corey. Libertylinks.io slash Jonathan Corey. That's all my links, all my things. Find it, subscribe to it, spread it, share it. Appreciate that. Help spread the word. Like, share, subscribe, and just whatever like screen stuff you do that helps get my thoughts into other people's brains. <laughs> clicking the right buttons the thumbs up buttons the subscribe the share the recommend it in real life to your people you think might uh enjoy my streams my ramblings my nonsense my thoughts let's get on with it tonight we're going to touch on uh some topics that again might get me officially fully banned on youtube <laughs> or spotify again um but we will still be diving into it spreading it you know spreading this truth anywhere everywhere that will have me as long as they will have me right keep going force them to kick you off right and just in general like this upcoming year of stuff like going even just going through genesis and what we're going to be talking about like and other topics i have planned i'm gonna i'm gonna be getting banned This is not going to last long. Like, if you are watching on YouTube, if you're a YouTube person or you're a Spotify person, uh, definitely make sure to subscribe to me on, like, my other channels. BitChute, Odyssey, um, Rumble. What are the other good ones? Socials are Gab and Telegram. Just the places that are, like, aren't really too crazy, at least yet, with, like, censorship and banning people and deplatforming, you know? Because, um, yeah, I am going to be um, tonight and going forward. Not holding back as much on uh, certain topics and just being more fearless about spreading the truth, about spreading the gospel, right? And that's offensive. That's offensive these days, as we'll get into here tonight. Um, If you're live with me here now, I think there's, what, four or five people here live with me now. Even someone on my Facebook page. Again, dope. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in. Send me your comments, your questions. I will answer them all, get to them all. If you want to hop on the stream live, um, let me know too. If I know you, if you're not like too crazy, if you seem fairly sane. um, I'll let you in. 
I'll, I'll uh, sorry, I got distracted there. I'll, uh, I'll zoom you in or I'll discord you in. Um, just realize I'm not recording this. I am streaming this. So maybe I should actually record this so I can post it later. Um, but yeah, right on. We'll get into it. I'll stop rambling. Let's start. And then if you didn't know, if you haven't been uh, aware, awake the last week, <laughs> because this, this thing seemed to have permeated like every single sphere of society, whether you're a sports fan, pop culture fan, science fan, politics fan, like this event just went everywhere, right? The, the tentacles spread in every direction on this, right? And it was an event that happened in the NFL last week and everyone just freaked out. <laughs> You know, the truthers are out and about making, you know, very public, very loud, very bold claims, spreading a lot of that, you know, fear porn publicly. The media was in full on cover up mode, um, going to work to disprove what pretty obviously took place. We'll get into that. The NPCs, you know, just went along with whatever those narratives were, whatever the media told them. They just repeated it, copied and pasted it because, of course, that's what they do. And just like the rest of those, those of us in the middle just didn't seem to care, weren't really affected, just kind of kept going on with our lives um, and didn't let what happened to some guy in one sports guy in Buffalo, you know, alter what we were doing, not stopping the crush. Right. And I'll just say it out, you know, say it out loud right here, right now that the whole whole situation itself was pretty suspicious and fishy. That's why the truthers were so quick to jump on every little thing they could find, right? And it is pretty obvious what caused his near death, supposed death, you know, and got resuscitated maybe once or a couple times. But his near death, you know, pretty obvious what the cause was. And I will get into that here shortly. But again, we just can't go around making bold claims about what happened because we do simply not know. And it isn't helping anyone just throwing out opinions as if they are definitive facts. So again, it's kind of obvious and we'll get into this, but you can't make claims. You can't make bold claims, right? You weren't there, you don't know. Now, one of the known side effects of this COVID vaccine has proven to be myocarditis caused by blood clotting. Did you know, have you heard? Apparently, you know, the various shots and boosters contained aluminum and or mercury, maybe a different concoction of the both with the each separate shot you were taking, which when coming into contact with each other, uh, supposedly, again, this is all apparently and supposedly causes a sort of chemical reaction where long white fibrous strands are created. And so, you know, putting these chemicals into your bloodstream and allowing them to flow freely likely causes artificial blood clots to form, blocking normal blood flow and causing problems in the heart, right? And again, I don't know, I'm not an expert, but this seems to be what genuine truth seekers and whistleblowers are finding out as this whole experiment plays out. The people who prepare bodies for funerals keep finding what they're calling, quote, long white fibrous objects. <laughs> inside of people's veins that were, you know, never found before these shots were first rolled out just a year, year and a half, two years ago. Seems, again, seems highly suspicious, you know. Seems very obvious what's going on, but again, we need to be very careful about making definitive claims. 
unless you truly, truly, truly know. And I doubt you do, right? It's pretty obvious. It seems pretty obvious, right? But so, you know, Pfizer is a sponsor of the NFL, conveniently enough. The NFL had a policy to vaccinate all of its players. Almost all of them did, right? Other than a few, obviously, like controversial people who stood out and probably some people who secretly held out. And, you know, at the end, end result, a year and a half later, two years later, is a player basically just dies during a routine play from a very normal hit during a live, very publicly broadcast game. And it's pretty obvious with all those with eyes to see what happened. But we also don't truly know. And all these truther folks just jumping to these conclusions, making very strong claims about what happened and using like regularly occurring symbols and numbers to prove their wild theories is not helping anybody. Again, themselves, their audience, or society at large. The whole scene, the during and the after events were dissected endlessly online. And so many occult signs and symbols were supposedly occurring. Could be on purpose, could be a coincidence, could be a synchronicity. You don't know, we don't know. The fact is we do not know. You and I don't know. <laughs> Truth or guy on Instagram or Twitter does not know fully and completely, right? Maybe those high level Freemasons or Luciferians, you know, know what's really going on. If in fact this is some giant theatrical scripted scene and you know events that are being put in front of our eyes for some reason or another but uh at the end of the day god only really knows the whole story and we can only theorize and give our opinions until then until he shows us until he elaborates further so i'm gonna put this picture up this is i'm gonna have a few pic pictures and clips so sorry podcasters i'll try to do my best to remember to explain what's going on i know sometimes i'm bad about that but I commented this on someone's truther fearmonger page, you know, someone who like doesn't really get into this, you know, decided to. Someone who kind of just talked about Tartaria stuff and old world history, you know, all of a sudden he's getting into Luciferian symbolism <laughs> during football games. Um, but I just, you know, I got ended up getting a lot more likes after the screenshot. I posted this on my social media pages just to ramble out my thoughts a bit. And a lot of people just seem to like and agree with what I was saying and doing here. I commented to, you know, this guy posts this picture. It's just a guy with a number one jersey just standing in the crowd. And he just happens to be standing in front of two, what looks like two pillars, two stripes. Obviously, I think it's I think it's at the Bengal Stadium. So, obviously, there's like tiger stripes throughout the, <laughs> throughout the um, stadium. I'm pretty sure number one is like a really famous player on their team, like a very famous wide receiver. I could be wrong about that. So just the fact that there's like a guy in a very popular famous number just who happens to be on a tiger stripe in a stadium where like the whole theme is tiger stripes. Um, he of course jumped to the conclusion that this is a satanic ritual with symbolism, you know, and it's showcasing duality, two becomes one, as above, so below, you know, Luciferianism. And so I just wanted to, you know, some of the comments were spir spiraling, just really jumping to giant, you know, even the first comment here says trainer on the left throwing up devil horns right i mean it's not it's like so vague you can't even see that you know 
just these giant fear-mongering, fear-spiraling comments. And so I just wanted to add some, you know, just some clarity and some levity to the situation. Make it a little bit more humorous and lighten up the, the mood a little bit. I commented, if you count all the people in this photo, it adds up to 9-11. And if you count the players kneeling, it equals 33. Which means that everyone reading this is now cursed with 10 years of bad luck unless they repost this to at least 20 of their friends. This is serious. Don't end up having really bad luck, people. And again, I ended up getting a lot of likes and replies on that that were con positive, right? Because I think a lot of people out there do agree. For as many people do fear spiral and get angry about it or whatever, there are so many people that roll their eyes and move on or, you know, they see someone like that post something funny about it and they enjoy it and they want to give their thoughts um, their agreements with it, right? And then I posted this on, I posted that picture that you're seeing on the screen now of uh, these comments and this social media post. And then I commented this and I started to read this on my stream. If you didn't see it on my social media websites and profiles, posted, I used to buy into all this stuff. And whether or not these signs and symbols are scripted, coincidence, synchronicity, what have you, it just ended up making me scared and angry. It ended up harming only me, and it was because of my reaction to external happenings. Once I realized that we are in the midst of spiritual warfare, and that the enemy and its gay little minions have no power over us that we don't choose to give them, my life became better in every single way, mentally, physically, and most importantly, spiritually. My advice is to just let the Satanists and LARPers play their little games and put on their stupid shows and just ignore it all while you go out and do your real life and crush. Your family, your community, and your church all need you to rise above this nonsense and become the legend that God has intended for you to be. And big shout out to Owen Benjamin, Benjamin Comedy, shout out to Owen Benjamin for helping me break these spells and become a better man. One capable of laughing in the face of Satan and his stupid little tricks. Which leads me to what Owen posted around that, either that same day or maybe the day before I posted that. But another separate thing, another, another little truther, fear squirter person, you know, posted this picture. If you can see it in the top right corner. It says number 33 on the Buffalo Bills. His name is Neil, N-E-A-L, his last name, Neil. And he happens to just be the only player that's not kneeling in this picture mockery at its finest they write <laughs> and uh he wrote i'm gonna read what he wrote in response to that uh this is the truth community running cover for the pharmaceutical industry the obvious facts are that the nfl is sponsored by pfizer and a player basically dropped dead on the field from a known symptom of the vax so now the approved truther machine cranks out all this BS that it's fake and a ritual, etc. The player was vaccinated and collapsed from a known effect of the vaccine. The NFL is funded by the vaccine. So 33? Question mark? 2023 is the year of discernment. I can't prove the event was caused by the vaccine, but millions of people would come to that conclusion from observable reality. So they clearly send in the clowns. They clearly send in the clowns. The mainstream says it's from an impact with the chest, 
like that Tarantino movie about the Kung Fu Death Punch. No one has ever seen that, ever, in any football game ever. So then they fill the airways with stories of charity and emotional music to distract you. Meanwhile, the spinning spiders of the truth community add the gematria and say, all fake, all ritual. And the result is the same. Based Owen Benjamin, keeping it real. <laughs> and the numerology and gematria stuff is mostly nonsense. Again, I used to buy into all of this stuff. I used to get so scared about it all. And, oh, they're mocking us. They're laughing in our face. They're... They're telling us what they're doing so that they can justify what they're doing, you know? And it is real at times, right? It's a little bit real, but not always. And just making wild claims as if, as if it were all fact, instead of just a theory you have or opinion you have, right? It's not helping anyone, especially yourself. It's not, it's truly not. Again, I used to be there. I used to be there, guys, trust me. <laughs> I used to fear squirt so much, you know? I used to buy it all. I used to buy into it all. I would go, I would use some discernment, but I would just buy into it, man. Look at the numbers. They're repeating numbers. They're doing it. It's always this. It's always that. Look, look, look. There it is again, you know? And, you know, to me back then, to these truther people right now, Almost every single number, again, or like hand symbol, is just a sign that someone is a Satanist or that whatever is, you know, happening in front of your face on the screen is just really fake and scripted. And some of it is. Some of it, <laughs> some of it is. Don't get me wrong. Some of it definitely is, right? But, um, you know, every, it's like every single number, right? What are three, five, six, nine, eleven, nine, eleven. <laughs> 19, 23, uh, 32, 33, 44, 55, 66, 666. Um, what were the, uh, lost numbers? 8, 12, 16, 32, 40. <laughs> all right. It's all just nonsense after a while. And, you know, the hand signs, the, you know, what, the 666, the, okay the white supremacy the luciferian 666 the oh cover one eye with my hand thing or you know do this on my eye or um peace you know do a peace sign that's devil horns and <laughs> after a while it starts being like what can you even do with your hands can you like rock and roll is satanic and this you know and this and Everything is just like, can you do anything with your hands? Like, could you pose for any picture with like your hands, not just like in a fist or like open, like open palm without it being uh, considered, you being considered like part of the Illuminati? <laughs> even that, even if you do that, like if you're, it's your left hand up, you're just normal hand, but it's like your left hand up, like a wave. That's your Satan. You're a Satanist, you know? It's like, again, after a while, it becomes ridiculous. Like, obviously, sometimes they do. You do, like, a Lady Gaga photo shoot where they're, like, doing this one-eye symbolism, 333666. Okay, right. Like, sometimes it's real. Sometimes they are laughing in your face. Sometimes it is true, right? But not always. And we can't just keep jumping to that conclusion that it always is the case, right? And there is truth. Again, I'm going to keep saying this. I'm going to keep repoint, repeating some points I'm making. So sorry about that. But there is clearly some truth to this. The you know numerology and occult symbolism and Satanists and Luciferians do use secret codes. Again, 
I do use symbols to communicate with each other, but that doesn't mean that everything is a part of it and that everyone is in on it, right? There are very innocent people who just imitate what they see um, other people doing. There are coincidences and just randomly occurring numbers and symbols that happen. Again, if I like wave in a picture, my family is funny. My mom always waved in photos. Hi, hi. It was like, as you're taking a picture, my mom did this funny thing where she would wave and go, hi, 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 hi. And it's funny and it gets people, if you're in a group taking a photo, it gets the whole group to smile and laugh. And then my family does this little wave thing. Hi, 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 hi. But it's like, if you do it with your left hand, does that mean we're now a part of the Illuminati? <laughs> that we're posing for some occult symbolistic ritual, you know, as we're just like waving and being funny? No, right? It's not always the case. Are Again, are there people that do that? They do their little like two hand things as above, so below, like symbolism where they're like posing like this and they're doing it on purpose because they are Satanists and they are communicating with each other and symbolizing stuff. Yeah, like yes, fact, that stuff does happen, that is real. But again, not always, and we don't, we can't just make these claims that it is, that we know, because you, more than likely than not, you don't, you don't know. And this whole Hamlin situation is pretty weird. The whole thing is pretty weird, right? A lot of coincidences, a lot of weird things, but that does not just mean it's some elaborate satanic ritual. And like Owen said, if you just keep jumping to that conclusion and spreading that, a, it's not helping anyone get adding, just injecting fear and anger into people's brains, into people's souls, right? Unnecessarily. But um, what was I going to say? It also, it's pretty weird, but we can't jump to these conclusions. And I don't know, I lost, lost my train of thought. Sorry. Oh. What I was going to say is, as Owen was kind of saying and alluding to, is when we do this, when we do that, we jump to these conclusions that it's everyone's in on it all the time. Everything is. This whole situation is a giant hoax. It's a giant satanic ritual happening in front of our eyes. They're mocking us. They're laughing at us. They're showing us. They're tricking us. They're scheming and doing something. You know, the more you do that, the more it runs cover for what probably actually happened. <laughs> <laughs> Again, probably, allegedly, supposedly happened. It seems pretty obvious, but we can't know. We can't make these definitive claims. But it's pretty obvious that he took a experimental gene therapy injection and it caused some serious side effects, right? He took the jab, he took the boosters, and it's pretty clear that something bad happened as a result. And just like all the other athletes and young people and children who are dropping like flies lately due to you know, causes of mysteriously, quote unquote, and suddenly, quote unquote, all these cases of suddenly happening. We can't just definitively run cover or we can't we can't make these claims, which ends up running cover for what's probably actually happening. Right. You say it's all fake and that makes what's really happening seem fake. It seems justified. It seems like it's not actually a threat, not actually a problem. Not actually real people involved, real deaths, real consequences involved. When you're saying and claiming that things are all fake and all scripted. And again, we have like all these high schoolers dying from heart attacks, playing flag football without contact, you know, dying from playing soccer, you know, sports that again, don't have much contact, which is what they're trying to say caused this. Same thing is happening with young people just by running a lot. 
children dying on playgrounds or having heart attacks, young children having heart attacks on play playgrounds, excuse me, not getting hit in the chest by an NFL player that causes a heart attack, just simply running around, exerting themselves physically. And again, I can't sit here and definitively claim that the shot is causing all this or caused this all, along with all these other weird and unusual deaths that started shortly after these jabs rolled out and were heavily pushed on us all. But again, we pretty much know what's going on. <laughs> we, it's kind of obvious what's going on, right? We can make very, we can assume, we can have opinions, right? We can, we can form theories and work them out. The, uh, you know, experimental gene therapy injections are clearly, supposedly, allegedly, clearly causing side effects. Not in everyone, but in a lot of people. One of those being blood clotting, which leads to myocarditis. Especially in older people and those who overly exert themselves physically. Which is why we're seeing so much myocarditis, especially with young people, right? It's the blood clotting. Also, we see this in young people whose bodies are still developing or who have pre-existing illnesses and conditions. They're struggling. You know, if you don't have a very healthy body, developed body, it's uh, tougher for you to fight this off, fight these reactions and side effects off. And all this is happening, you know, so much so that schools are now putting defibrillators and resuscitation devices in school hallways and in classrooms. Because sudden heart attacks are becoming so common with young people. You know, it's just, just strange. It's just weird. Remember back in the, remember back in the day how teenagers and 20-somethings used to just have blood clotting issues all the time? And remember the good old days when your classmates were having heart attacks <laughs> in school and... You know, your favorite athletes were dropping dead on playing fields, your favorite soccer players and football players. Uh, no. Yeah, no, me either. <laughs> no, yeah, me either. I don't remember that. Um, I was this year's old when I realized that they we're now having a problem with young people having heart attacks. And uh, I realized this about in the last year or so. <laughs> Shortly after an experimental gene therapy uh, injection was rolled out. However, all that being said, at this point in time, there is no need to wake people up or scare people into not taking the shots. Those who were going to take them have already taken them. This operation is basically over for the controllers. And at this point, just spreading fear about side effects and potential unnecessary and preventable deaths is not really helping anyone like you scaring people is not helping them right if anything it's making it worse it's making it all worse there are so many people probably most who took this experimental chemical injection due to genuine fear they were scared of getting sick they were scared of spreading a sickness to their loved ones to their neighbors to their co-workers they were just sometimes some of the people just genuinely scared of losing their jobs and their privileges due to all the threats of losing jobs, losing access to certain places and travel restrictions and whatnot. And a lot of the people that took these experimental chemical injections just generally weren't strong enough to hold the line and and or they weren't smart enough to see through all the 
obvious lies and deceptions. They just complied. They thought they were doing a good thing. They thought they were saving themselves. They thought they were helping others. You know, they didn't want to cause problems. They didn't want to rock the boat. They didn't want to lose their job, their life, their lifestyle, their comforts, their privileges. Um, and those people at this point in time don't need to just be additionally scared of the side effects and the harm that they likely have caused their bodies or that they might have caused other people if they influenced or persuaded others to join them in taking these, right? Especially with their own children or their own family members. These people just don't need extra anger and fear in their lives. It's what caused them to act so irrationally in the first place. Let's not heap on more loads of fear and anger, right? <laughs> Let's not put them into a state of despair where they think their life is about to be over, about how they think they just destroyed their bodies and they can die at any minute, right? Let's not just add more, let's not dump more despair on these people, right? Let's probably actually seek to do the opposite, right? And that doesn't mean we can't, you know, inform people in our lives personally about what likely happened or the potential dangers that might be resulting um, because of all this or, you know, give people reasonable advice and calm warnings reasonable, well thought out, calm, <laughs> sane warnings about what happened and maybe not to do it again, you know, and sharing our opinions and known facts in a way that is hopeful and optimistic, loving and kind, a mindset towards a better and brighter future following a lesson learned, a lesson not to trust people who give each other awards for lowering the world's population <laughs> And the people who openly speak about a need for eugenics programs. Um, yeah, maybe next time don't treat those people with your bodily autonomy and your overall health and well-being. <laughs> maybe just, that, just learn a lesson, guys. Maybe the people who are eugenicists <laughs> and seem very eager to lower the world's population and stop babies from being born... Maybe next time when those are the people telling you to inject something into your body, eat something, drink something, maybe hit the brakes, guys. Maybe hit the brakes on that next time, you know? Maybe just don't go along blindly with what those insane and power-hungry people tell you to do when times are scary or uncertain, right? These, uh, these, are, these are almost all the same people who want to kill millions of babies in the womb, who advocate for widespread birth control use, who send young people off to fight in unnecessary wars, senseless wars, who legalize and promote the use of drugs and psychedelic drugs and alcohol consumption and eating unhealthy foods and, you know, pump the world, pump the oil out of the ground when we could easily be fueling our cars with water or electricity. Um, who tell you, you know, the same people who tell you that being fat is good, it's a virtue. And again, just the people who openly talk about how they want to lower the world's population because of, um, what, changes in the climate? <laughs> because of supposedly, uh, a supposed scarcity of resources, right? Maybe don't trust those guys when they roll out a very questionable and experimental gene therapy Altering chemical injection um, 
and clearly use emotional manipulation tactics into clearly use emotional manipulation tactics in an attempt to get people to take it, right? Maybe just don't trust those guys, right? <laughs> Maybe hit the pause button next time they try to scare you into doing something like that, right? And again, if you fell for it, if your loved ones fell for it, what have you, don't freak out and don't try to get them to freak out, right? Don't, again, don't heap on more despair onto them that will lead them to freak out. Don't get mad. Don't let that despair fill your heart. Don't go out seeking revenge or get down on yourself for making a mistake like this. Just learn from it and move on. <laughs> Admit what you did. Recognize how gullible and foolish you were, how weak and cowardly you behaved, and just move forward. Move forward. Determine to not fall for these sorts of things again, right? Learn your lesson and move on. Make sure to keep your mind focused on the future ahead of you. Hopeful for um, what is soon to come your way in this life and in your eternity. Go out now and start eating healthier, exercising regularly, soaking in the sunshine and fresh air, um, and just counter the potential effects, the potential harms and damage you might've caused your body, you know, whatever it may be, if it even was anything at all. Um, following the clot shot that you took or your loved ones took, just eat healthier, exercise more, get sunshine. Don't let fear into your heart and soul, which could also add to your, to your, which could take away from your well-being. And if you didn't let those around you, um, what's up? Am I not streaming at all? says I am I don't know I think I am you're seeing this how are you saying <laughs> how are you commenting that I'm not streaming if if you're straight in the stream <laughs> you're in the stream chat I think this is streaming I got a I, I got a backup going now anyways I'm not restarting in conclusion don't give up don't give in get back up get back on with the crushing don't let the fear and despair destroy you. And don't heap that onto others either. Don't further cause them anger and stress and fear and anxiety and despair. Just move on. Learn a lesson. Move on. And I'll just read this one more time. My post to kind of cap off my thoughts, my ramble about this topic, and we'll move on. I used to buy into all this stuff. So I, uh, whether or not these signs and symbols are scripted, coincidence, synchronicity, what have you, it just ended up making me scared and angry, as I'm sure it does you as well, if you do buy into that stuff. It ended up harming only me. Again, no one was harmed except for me because of my reaction to what was happening outside of myself, right? My internal reaction to external happenings. Once I realized that we are in the midst of spiritual warfare, that it is very real, happening all around us at all times, and that the enemy and its gay little minions have no power over us that we don't choose to give them, my life became better in every single way. Mentally, physically, and most importantly, spiritually. My advice is to just let the Satanists and the LARPers play their little games Put on their stupid little shows 
and just ignore it all while you go out into your real life and crush. Your family, your community, and your church all need you to rise above this nonsense and become the legend that God has intended for you to be. So there's my little rant about all that. I'm going to play this song real quick. This uh, recent song that Owen Benjamin and the Bears made about this whole jab situation. And if that rant, <laughs> if that little 30 minute rant, 20 minute rant didn't get me uh, kicked off of YouTube or Spotify for good, this uh, probably will. <laughs> this probably will. Since uh, Owen is the most banned man on the internet and even just playing some of his clips and songs gets other people censored shadow banned and deplatformed but whatever we're not going to live with a spirit of fear and we are not going to shy away from being offensive which is the real topic here tonight and we will dive into that all after this i hope y'all enjoy this is lie of the pfizer by owen benjamin with help from the bears Lie of the Pfizer. 
<laughs> awesome. So obviously we're going to play that again at the end of the stream. So great. So funny. <laughs> I had to turn my mic off because I laugh every time I... <laughs> and then someone did like the uh, actual like electric, you know, electric guitar and stuff. And also great. But let's get into it. The real topic here tonight I want to talk about. All that was just basically recapping this week of just stuff and topics and debates and people, you know. But this is really what I wanted to get into, which is also kind of tying into stuff. But um, something that's just been coming up in conversations, people asking me about it, people encouraging me, um, debating with me over the last month, a couple weeks, month or two. And it's... Being offensive. Should Christians be offensive, right? As a Christian, hey, you're a Christian, man. Why are you so offensive? Why do you say such offensive things? You know? So let's just start off. Mediate.com has this to say about offense, being offended. Quote, taking offense at what someone else says or does is a choice. I'm going to read that again. It's profound, right? And this is like a pretty like centrist place, if not like leftist. This isn't like some radical Christian, radical right person justifying and waving this off. Like this is a solid explanation of what being offended is. I'm going to read this again. Taking offense at what someone else says or does is a choice. It can have profound effects on your mental well-being and sense of self-worth. This tendency to take offense by some can also lead to conflict with others. Or worse yet, it can lead to others walking on eggshells around the person who takes offense. So, that was Mediate.com. Now, now me. <laughs> now back to my ramblings. Being offended is just a person feeling hurt angry or upset by something someone else said or did it is an internal response to external happenings like i said earlier in my social media points i responded internally to what was happening externally and the only person that was harmed was me <laughs> the only person who truly was affected and harmed was me because of my choice to be affected internally by what was happening outside of me externally you have a choice we all have a choice to make when you hear things you don't like and agree with you have a choice to make when you hear things you don't like and or agree with you can let it hurt you or you can let it go you can hear the other person out explore their side you know their arguments refute them or just move on with your life ignore them Accept it and move away. Walk away, right? Being offended is your doing. Simply put, <laughs> being offended is your doing. You are choosing to do that. Even if the other person is seeking to get a rise out of you or seeking to hurt you, they know the right buttons to push on you, right? At the end of the day, it is always you causing the hurt and the trauma. It is your response to their crap. Refute them, ignore them, accept them, move on from them. The choices are yours to make, right? 
And if it isn't obvious by now, people get offended by me often. <laughs> probably you. <laughs> in one way or another, like you listening to this has probably been offended by me at some point in time in 114 streams, right? Um, <laughs> I wouldn't be getting censored into platform and kicked off of YouTube if I wasn't uh, offensive, right? Or if people weren't offended by me, what I had to say. My words, not even actions. I'm not doing anything. I'm just spreading words into a microphone and putting them onto your screen or into your uh, headphones or whatever, your speakers. And I'm quote unquote offensive because I speak boldly, right? Publicly and boldly and truthfully about politics and philosophy and history, societal happenings and occasionally science. <laughs> you know, me, Sean, renowned, renowned science man, um, talking about science all the time, like earlier tonight. But um, what's more offensive than all of those topics, right? As much as like all the my all of my thoughts and theories and claims about all those other topics that people like to get real emotional about and angry and scared about, right? What's more offensive than all of that is that I preach the gospel. Unashamed, unashamed, you know, unashamed, unchecked. I preach the full gospel, the true, real gospel, the good news. And the good news is bad news for unbelievers and unrepentant sinners. And in this day and age, we have a lot of those. So what I say, even though it comes from a place of real, authentic, genuine truth and love, it is offensive. Preaching the good news to unbelievers and unrepentant sinners because that is bad news to them and they choose to be offended by it. I speak the truth about men and women and I get women angry at me for supposedly mansplaining to them and being sexist and how would you know you're a man? And then I'll get men angry at me for supposedly like cucking and being a traitor when I don't say that like women are all stupid and dumb and should be like our, our slaves, you know? It's like I get I get called a cuck or whatever. Um, I play Owen Benjamin clips like like that. Um, and I'll, you know, shout him out and thank him and read his thoughts or whatever and thank him for helping me become a better man. And, you know, and I get hated on by the small-hatted tribe and blacks and communists and gammas and groipers and... Then I'll say, you know, then opposite, I'll go out of my way and say nice things or positive things about like Nick Fuentes or the American first folks. And uh, I'll get bears hating on me. (laughs) You know, I say good things about Jesse Lee Peterson and the leftists and the Christians even, you know, will come after me. And don't you know that guy's a heretic? Don't you know? Don't you know that guy, that guy, that guy? I say good things about Jimmy Dore and conservatives and centrists come after me. Like, don't you know that guy? Don't, oh, I can't believe you like that guy. (laughs) My, I get this a lot. My Catholic and Orthodox bros get offended by me, you know, not being a part of their specific churches or preaching their gospels or recommending, you know, their admired church leaders, church fathers. Um... And then my Protestant bros will get offended when I show respect and admiration for the Catholics and the Orthos, you know, (laughs) just because I don't fit into a little box one way or another, right? Like I get hate from Protestants. I'm a Protestant. I'll get hate from them because I'm like, hey, like there's a lot of awesome Catholics out there 
there's a lot of awesome ortho bros out there, you know. There's a lot of cool Muslims and Mormons out there, right? Um, and not that doesn't mean all of them, are, I believe all of them are saved. That doesn't mean I believe all of them are great people. <laughs> I mean, no man is good if we want to be real about it. But when I go up, when I say like Catholics and Orthodox are our brothers in Christ, my Protestant bros get mad at me. They get offended by what I have to say, right? My own denomination, my own specific Protestant denomination will get will hate on me when I have admiration or appreciation for Muslims and Mormons and you know their strong convictions and disciplines and successes and you know and then just every other denomination of Christian will hate on me for just not being a part of theirs. <laughs> right? And all that to say, like I'm reason I'm bringing all of this up and showing this is that you can never win. You will never win. You will not make everyone happy. So stop. <laughs> stop. Stop trying to make everyone happy. I learned that a while back, thankfully, and my life has been so much better off. So much more free and free free living and just fun and funny and entertaining. And I don't get distracted. I don't let my emotions like destroy me. Like, I don't go into self-destruction because of my emotions, right? I'm not easily manipulated. I'm not, you know, held back. I'm not, my, my pursuit of the truth, my pursuit of knowledge, my pursuit of righteousness is never hindered or stopped because I don't let the appeasement of others get in my way, right? You can never win and you will never make everyone happy. You just won't. So stop. <laughs> so stop. Don't be a victim, first and foremost, and don't seek to appease others with lies and cowardice, to put it plainly. Be yourself, live your life for the right reasons, in the right way, righteously. Be real, be honest, be kind to those around you who are suffering, and stop trying to make them like you. <laughs> and instead, start actually loving them by telling them what they really need to hear and what they really need to know, right? You trying to make people like you all the time is actually not very loving. <laughs> and Christians really need to understand this. I really hope that your pastors or your mentors or your peers in your Bible study groups have touched on this and talked about this because the gospel is offensive. And you are not showing anyone true biblical love by just making them like you by just going along to get along, right? That's not love. True love is telling them the true full gospel, whether or not they want to hear it, telling them that they are destroying themselves, telling them that they are suffering because of their sin. That's love. That's true love, Christians. <laughs> not, not rocking the boat, not going along to get along, saying what people want to hear all the time, right? That is not love. And it's not true. If you're lying to be liked, you're not being truthful, you're not being honest. Now, a little mini testimony about me. I got pretty out of shape in um, late 2020 and onward, all the way for the next year throughout 2021 and into 2022. You might have seen it on these streams. I kind of went from being like fat face Sean to like skinny cut in 2020. You know, during, during Corona, I uh, got really in shape or started to get really in shape again. Lost a bunch of weight, 
And then in 2021, you can slowly see the face start to balloon up again, right? You can see like the man boobs <laughs> forming again, you know, fat arms, fat legs, getting my dad bod growing, you know, again. Um, that slow creep of weight gain just uh, occurred due to, be, just be honest, poor eating habits and a lack of exercise and a severe lack of discipline, right? A lack of control over my urges, my flesh urges. So as good as I am mentally and spiritually, I have this battle. My sin battle is with gluttony, right? It's with control over my flesh urges. I've talked about it on the stream many times, right? I've made goals. I've talked about this. I've been open about it. I've confessed to you, to y'all, to my friends, right? It's what I battle with. And I lost that battle from late 2020 to very early last year, 2022. And when I mention that publicly in real life, I usually, almost always, got people being very nice to me and saying, oh, you aren't that fat or no, you aren't fat at all, dude. Come on. You're not fat. You know, you look so good the way you are now, man. No, you're fine, right? But what I really needed to hear, what I really needed to hear is the truth and I needed love true, real love. I needed someone to tell me, yeah, you clearly have packed on too much fat recently <laughs> and you are eating healthy. You are not in control of your flesh urges and gluttony is slowly killing you physically and distancing you spiritually from your creator. What I needed was that. I needed people to tell me the truth, right? And I needed people to tell me that, you know, if you if you don't want to get the diseases and ailments that come with being unhealthy, eating unhealthy, not exercising, not getting sun, not getting fresh air, and you know you want to live a long and healthy life here while you while you are still here, you need to get your diet in order. <laughs> you need to start exercising. You need to start being in control of your flesh urges, right? That's what people needed to tell me. The truth. I needed to hear the truth. The whole truth. Not to be mean or to make me feel bad because obviously that's what they're not doing when they're walking on eggshells and giving me compliments and it's not that bad and you're, oh, you're, you're fine the way you are, right? It's because they don't want to make me feel bad. They think they love me. They think they care for me. They think they're helping me, right? By making me feel good. But um, I needed them to actually tell me the truth. I needed them actually to love me enough to um, be willing to be mean, be willing to hurt my feelings, be willing to offend me, right? So that I understand my full, true, real situation and the likely bad results that would come from it. I needed people to say, Sean, I love you. <laughs> I want you to have a happy and healthy life with us here for a while. I like you and I want you to be around in my life for a while living righteously and entering into God's kingdom with treasure stored up and Jesus waiting to compliment you on being a good and faithful servant. That's what I needed to hear. I needed a positive encouragement like that that's also willing to be offensive. I love you. I want you here with us. I want you to be here with me for a long time. And I want to make sure that you are at your storing up treasure for whenever you get to heaven. And I love you and I want to be there with you and I want to help you in any way I can. Because you're fat. 
<laughs> because you're fat, bro, and you got to get that in check. And none of this stuff is going to happen if you just keep on doing what you're doing and people just keep on giving you compliments or rein reinforcing your bad behavior, your poor choices, right? Telling me what I want to hear or telling me nice things that will make me feel good temporarily will never correct my bad behaviors. Those words and emotions will not get me healthy, <laughs> right? As much as you say it, as good as it might feel, right? Like I will not become healthy because of your words. And the truth that I was getting fat and needed to get my act together is exactly what I needed to hear in order to get on with improving, growing, and surviving. I don't want to hear that I got fat, <laughs> right? Nobody does, but I needed to hear that. Like, I don't want people to just be calling, like, being real talk with me, telling me the truth, like, bro, you're fat. I don't want to hear that. And instantly it is like a knee jerk, like, oh, that's mean, or oh, that hurts. Because I know it's the truth and the truth hurts, right? But I need that. Doesn't matter what I want, doesn't matter what I want. What I need to hear, what I need is people to love me enough to hurt my feelings, right? What I need is for people to love me enough to be honest with me, right? And we all do. That isn't me. This isn't me, special boy Sean. You need that as well. You need to be that person for someone else. You need to be willing to love someone enough to tell them the truth. They are doing X, Y, and Z wrong. Not because you hate them, not because you have a superiority complex, not because you want to control their life, but because you genuinely, truly love them and you want to see them live better. Emotionally, physically, mentally, and spiritually. You want them to be here with you in your life because you love them. You know, you want them to be in your life. You want them to be doing well and living well. And you most importantly want to ensure that they get into eternity with you. That is true love. That is truth, right? And thankfully, thankfully, so thankfully, praise be to God, I had a couple bros keep it real with me, keep it 100 with me this past year or so, who have been encouraging me, holding me accountable. And as a result, I am now down close to 45 pounds since last spring while also lifting weights and getting stronger, packing on muscle and you know getting stronger, um, becoming more, more agile and just generally more healthier than I was, eating right, living right, being right. Those gains and all this positive change in my life wouldn't have occurred if people were not willing to be offensive around me or to me. And you should consider appreciating those around you who come to you in love and speak the truth. Truly, you should reconsider that. People who truly love you and are willing to tell you the truth, it's gonna be offensive and you need to learn, you need to almost reprogram yourself, rewire yourself to understand that they are doing this because they love you, right? And we need to be appreciative of that. Those who care enough about you to warn you about your self-destructive behaviors should be appreciated because they want to see you live well and be well and have an amazing eternity. <laughs> they want to see you be saved, right? In summary, before I just start repeating myself here, 
Speaking the truth is offensive. Just real talk. <laughs> Simply put, in summary, speaking the truth is offensive, especially for the children of the lie. And nobody really wants to hear good advice or constructive criticism, which is a topic actually I'll be doing a whole stream on in a couple of weeks. Good advice, that is. Um, because this conversation needs to continue, needs to be fully dived into more. So stay tuned for that. And again, we just we can't shy away from being honest with people. We can't run and hide and not be honest with people because we want them to like us, because we want to have like a fake friendship with them or whatever, you know? Especially, especially when they are really in the wrong, when they are harming themselves. We can't shy away from being honest with these people. When, you know, these people are on a highway to hell and self-destructing and causing so much needless suffering to themselves and to others, right? We have to be honest with these people. True love is telling people what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. True love is telling people what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. True love is sharing the full and complete gospel message with non-believers. Those who are spiraling downward into an eternity separated from their creator, an eternity of emptiness and loneliness, lovelessness. And it would be truly hateful for us to just not warn these people about the consequences of their rebellion against God and against his right ways. And I'm not always on top of this. I can sit here and preach like I'm the greatest at this. Like I'm so super fearless and bold. I'm not. There's times where I'm like, it would be awkward to say that. So I just don't. There's times where I'm like, ah, I just don't really want to cause a big drama. I don't want to cause a fight right now. This has been a good night. Let's not end it with a debate. Let's not like, I don't want to be a bummer in this moment, right? But, you know, I'm I'm better than most. <laughs> I'm better than most at being offensive. Uh, if you know me, you know. <laughs> and uh, definitely more than more, more than uh, most Christians today. So many of my brothers and sisters, you know, y'all out there, we've become so weak, so watered down, so afraid of not stepping on toes, so afraid of preaching the full gospel, the true gospel. And just copping out with a, you know, Jesus loves you no matter what. And leaving it at that without actually telling them the consequences of their actions, right? Actually telling them what they're doing wrong. Actually telling them what, what needs to occur. And again, not in a like, I'm so great, I have it all together. Because we don't. Especially you Christians out there, you know you don't have it all together. You know, if you're a Christian, you know full well you are not perfect. There was only one who was perfect. And no man is good right? No man, no woman is good. You should know that, Christian. <laughs> so don't sit there and act like I have everything figured out. I'm this moral high ground. I can just tell everyone what to do because I am so good and perfect. You as a Christian know you aren't. And if you want people to call you out and hold you accountable and give you advice and correct you when you're doing wrong, when you don't realize you're sinning, you know, if you want people to help you with that, you need to be doing that too. You need to be reciprocating that, right? You need to be telling your fellow Christians when they're falling short and when they're slipping up. Come on, man, I know you know this. Come on, man, I know you can do better. Hey, you might not know, but here's some scripture. Here are the passages. Here are Here is clearly put in the Bible what you're doing 
and why it's wrong and why it will lead to disastrous consequences, right? For you and for others. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> again, if you know me, uh, you know that I'm, again, better than most. <laughs> uh-oh, I did, I, uh -oh, I did my satanic uh, hand symbols by accident. You know what hand symbol is not satanic? Just a fist? Do I just Hitler fist it? <laughs> do my, my emphasis, do I just emphasis fist it like Hitler and pound the table and stuff? Like, yeah. Is that the only thing that's not satanic is being Hitler? <laughs> do I close? Do I close it like an Italian? It's a spicy meatball. <laughs> what do I do? What? In the chat or comment, send me a DM. What's a what's a correct way to like hold my hand so that I'm not a Freemason um, when I'm emphasizing and using my hands to talk like an Italian? <laughs> so obviously, again, obviously I'm uh, offensive. <laughs> Y'all know it. My friends know it. But there's times where I'm not too. There's times where I fall short. Again, where it's like, man... I really just don't want to bum everyone out here right now. I don't want to start a big debate right now and correct someone or, you know, say what, what I truly know to be right and warn people when they're wrong. But we have to get better. And like I said earlier in the stream, this is a year where I'm making a vow to do that. A vow to be more offensive in the right ways. Not offensive to hurt, to harm, to troll, to like get pleasure for myself or like amusement for myself. Like I used to. I used to literally have a podcast called That's Offensive where I specifically just tried to be offensive for, for comedy, for my own for my own laughs and to potentially help other people laugh also. That's not it. That's a whole, that was a fallen state life. That was the totally incorrect way of being and living. We need to be offensive for the right reasons. We need to be offensive in truth and in love, fully and completely. Uh, I'm going to pull up a picture here. So podcast listeners, sorry again. But here's a little picture of a Thomas Paine quote with a nice little portrait behind it with him, apparently, old guy Thomas Paine, saying, he who dares not offend cannot be honest. And that's kind of what sparked some conversations. I think Owen posted that and it sparked a conversation when I reposted it with one of my followers and led to this. Led to me covering this all. He who dares not offend cannot be honest. Because you can't. Because that's real. That is so true. You cannot be honest without truly telling the full, like, truly conveying the full truth, right? And again, going back to when I started this little rant, the mediate thing, um, what did it say? the point i'm trying to make here it is a choice taking offense at what someone else does or says is a choice and when you're honest with someone they have a choice to be offended by it or not when someone comes to me and says hey sean you're getting fat and i i want you to not be fat <laughs> it's bad for you i have a choice i can go oh, i'm not fat oh that's mean or you should have said that how dare you i i'm not that fat i i like myself this way it's like i have a choice to respond to what they're telling me they're telling me the truth they're being honest with me hey sean you're getting fat we want you to not be unhealthy you know i'm just being honest with you and i have the choice to respond to that 
right? I can go, thank you for being honest with me. Thank you. I will do better. I didn't, thank you for keeping it real with me. I needed to hear that. I'll add it to my motivational <laughs> pin board or whatever. Um, or I can get angry and mad and feel like a victim and how dare you and, oh, I can't believe you said that, right? But if they're not being honest with me, they're not being offensive, offend, offensive to me, towards me, right? And again, we, we need to be better about this. We need to stop this. The other one here, is this cut off? No. Podcast listeners, it says, uh, it's obviously a picture of Jesus. Uh, I believe it's the woman at the well moments. I could be wrong. But he's speaking to a group of people in uh, Orthodox iconography. And it reads, local carpenter continues to spread disinformation deemed harmful by religious experts. <laughs> right? Local carpenter continues to spread disinformation deemed harmful by religious experts. What the experts deem <laughs> to be true. Um, yeah, I just want to share that. Again, that's also something that contributed to me bringing up this topic tonight. Because who was more offensive than Jesus? Jesus looked right into people's faces and said, you're a sinner. Stop it. I am here to provide you a way out. But what you are doing is wrong. He looked into the religious experts' faces and said, you are a den of vipers. <laughs> Y'all are snakes. Y'all are deceivers, right? He looked right into, a, he would go, woman, woman, <laughs> how dare you, you know? Calling out women for their affairs, calling out women for their prostitution, their adultery, calling out tax collectors for their greed, their corruption, their traitorous behavior, their lies, their deceptions. You know, he would look people in their face and tell them the truth, the whole truth, the full truth. And it was very, very offensive. <laughs> Jesus was very, very offensive, right? Because he was truth and love, fully and completely embodied. He was willing to look people in the face and tell them, stop, you're a sinner, stop. <laughs> I want you to join me in my eternal kingdom forever. Please stop. He ate with tax collectors and prostitutes and told them the truth. He didn't sit down to share meals with tax collectors and prostitutes because he just enjoyed their company, because he wanted to like tell them funny jokes and make them feel good and like have a fun time and just walk away at the end of the night. He sat down with them to tell them what you're doing is wrong. What you're doing is causing you to suffer here and now, and it will cause you to suffer consequences eternally. And I'm here to give you a way out. I'm here to save you and provide you with salvation for your many sins. And that had to be offensive. Imagine Jesus Christ, <laughs> the, the, the perfect encapsulation of all truth and all love, Sitting at a table with sinners and degenerates and cheaters and liars and adulterers, right? Imagine how offensive <laughs> that conversation was. Imagine how many feelings he hurt at that table, right? And if you were sitting at that table, imagine how offended you would be. Jesus came back today and you broke bread with him at a dinner table. I imagine you would get pretty offended, 
<laughs> Even if your offense tolerance is pretty high where you're like, oh, like like me at this point where someone does tell me like you're fat and I'm like, ah, kind of hurts. But thanks, man. I do appreciate where you're coming from. I, and that is true. I can recognize you're being honest. It kind of hurts, but you're being honest and thank you for that. I needed that. Even someone like me, man, if I ate... <laughs> If I had like soup and bread with Jesus across the table and we had a conversation, you know how offensive he would be to me? You know how much he would tear me down, right? But also, do you know how much I would need to hear that? Do you know how badly I would need for him to tell me what I'm doing wrong and how I'm falling short and motivate me to correct my behavior and become better, become more righteous? Because he wants me to be with him forever and eternity and he doesn't want to see me suffer here and now temporarily in this earth. And he doesn't want to see me separated from him and suffering eternally. <laughs> I can't even imagine how offended I would be if, if I was with Jesus, right? But it would be for my benefit. It would be for my benefit personally, my selfish, egotistical benefit, my personal gain. It would also be for his benefit. The eternal glory benefit. Adding one more member, one more useful builder to his kingdom, right? Jesus would need to be offensive with, offend, offensive with me. And I would need to, not need to take offense, but I would need to accept those offensive words and criticisms from him. And we need to also do that with our friends, our neighbors, our pastors, our preachers, our family, right? They're coming to you with real truth and real love. Again, not for like their own selfish gain or their own like high horse. They want to feel good about being superior or they want to troll you or get a rise out of you or laugh or whatever. But someone just authentically and truly comes to you because they love you and they want, they tell you the truth and it happens to be offensive to you. Just again, be more appreciative of that. Be more accepting of that. It's going to take time. It's not easy. There's always going to be an initial like, how dare you? <laughs> response and you're in your heart and in your soul like oh i know you're right and oh, i can't believe you just said that but let's like stop in those moments and hit pause and just like thank them <laughs> thank you for your honesty thank you for the courage it took to say this right now thank you for being offensive with me thank you for being willing to lose a friendship because you care about me so much and you know that I'm messing up, I'm falling short, I'm causing harm to myself or others, thank you for trying to correct my behavior. Thank you for loving me enough to do that, to show that. So that's it. That's my ramblings. 2023, I know Owen Benjamin said 2023 is the year of being of discernment and or the year of coolness. And I like those both. But for me, 2023 is the year of being offensive. <laughs> Not offensive, like attacking and aggressive. Like you don't have to just go out of your way to just be offensive with everyone in your life. But we let's, let's just not shy away from it. Let's be, let's be more bold. Let's be more confident in uh, spreading the truth, spreading the gospel, spreading righteousness, correcting people's incorrect, sinful, destructive behaviors, their evil, wicked tendencies or what have you. Let's just be a little more confident to call it out. Let's stand up boldly for what we know to be right. Let's let our yes be yes, our no be no. Let's let truth flow out of us, like the like the living water that should also be flowing out of us, right? Let's be more truthful, more honest, more courageous with our loved ones. 
Let's show them real love and let's be offensive. Let's let 2023 be a year where we are a little more offensive for the right reasons in the right ways. Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> I really got to get a new hand. How do I hand sign? In the chat, someone let me know a hand sign I can do. That's not Satan. <laughs> What's not Satan? Three. <laughs> Eat. Do I like even that? That's a Satan thing, maybe. How do I? How do I hand gesture? That's not Italian or Hitler or Satan. <laughs> let me know in the chat. What's not Satan or Hitler or overly aggressively Italian? And. Um, I'll start trying to correct my hand gesture behavior. <laughs> but I'm going to wrap up here soon. Of course, we're going to end with um, the clip again. We're going to play Lie of the Pfizer again by Owen Benjamin. But before that, I'm going to read this blog I wrote and posted about a year ago. Kind of touched on this topic. Um, and going to read it, maybe comment on it. It might just speak for itself here. And uh, added into this nice little discussion we've had here tonight. This blog was called Make Enemies. You can find it on shaunathancorey.blogspot.com. You can also find my blog through my website, shaunathancorey.com. And the link to that is in libertylinks.io slash shaunathancorey. This is my blog, Make Enemies. And let me pull up the picture that I posted with it originally of Jesus. And it says, revolt against the modern world, not because it is modern, but because it is evil. And I wrote in my blog, Christians should never be surprised that unbelievers in the world hate them. It began near the very beginning of humanity when Cain murdered Abel. It happened thousands of years later when Christ walked among us in the flesh, and it will continue on until the promised last days. We must remember as we face hardships and hatred during this life in this place that blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for they will inherit the kingdom of heaven. Jesus warns us plainly in Luke 6, 26, that's Luke chapter 6, verse 26, Woe to you when all the people speak well of you, for their fathers used to treat the false prophets the same way. Does everybody like you? Does everybody like you? That is probably a problem. That is probably a problem. We should not actively seek to make enemies. In fact, we should be seeking to turn those enemies towards an eternal salvation, away from their suffering and away from their death. We must at all times, regardless of the reactions and consequences, be speaking out and standing up for the truth. This will bring us resistance from the liars and the deceived, but our reward in heaven for doing so will be great. If no one resists you, it is likely because you are not being a voice or example of positive change in our culture. We must be a light in the darkness. We must promote the good, the true, and the beautiful in this evil, false, and ugly world. With eyes fixated on eternity, hearts devoted to righteousness, 
minds seeking wisdom, and bodies prepared to face pains and persecutions. Just as 11 of the 12 apostles did, then all the martyrs that followed, and just as Jesus did in order to save souls. And I posted this picture in the blog, little meme here that says, you know, the martyrs, big, bad, strong, bold, confident, legendary, crushers, the ancient martyrs. I have refused to abandon my faith in the face of ridicule, torture, and death. And then there's weak, cowardly, tiny, insignificant little me. And it says, I'm nervous to say grace before meals in public. And I am. I am still a little shy and scared of uh, praying publicly, right? For my Bible study groups and in front of people at meals and stuff. And let's get on with overcoming that. Let's get on with becoming that big giant swole doggo. <laughs> and not the cowardly little crying one. The little bonk, bonk dog. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, because of this, the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a slave is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will persecute you as well. If they followed my word, they will follow yours also. Says Jesus in John chapter 15 verses 19 through 20. So I am streaming. Shout out in the chat. I don't know how to even say that name. Eclipto, eclyptically. <laughs> Elictocle, electocleos. I don't know. Are you trying to like trick me into doing a uh, <laughs> summon some kind of ancient demon? <laughs> you trying to trick me into like reading your like witchcraft words from your witchcraft books? <laughs> but shout out, yeah. It just whatever. It just Odyssey might have just been down for you for a little bit or something. It might have just like glitched out because everywhere else I think it's streaming correctly. But thanks for the help in the chat. Dude, I don't know and can't pronounce the name of. Uh, thanks, Casey, again for the awesome sweatshirt. That's dope. Thank you for the Christmas gift. You can send me gifts and stuff to my P.O. box. I'm going to be switching the address soon. But for now, I believe it again. I always forget it, too. It's P.O. Box 330172, Nashville, Tennessee, 37203. If that's double check that. <laughs> before sending me anything the absolute correct p.o box should be in the show notes or if not it is on my website so double check that if you want to send me any gifts or cool stuff i do appreciate it if you send me a cool sweatshirt i will wear it on stream and shout you out for sure if uh you send me some cool stuff i will shout you out i am appreciative of y'all like by the time i wore i forgot who's oh man I'll shout you out, except when I forget your name. But, yeah, people have sent me some cool hats. Um, I'm not going to say who, but you know who sent me uh, some bullets. <laughs> may or may not have been legal. I don't know, so I'm not going to say your name. Because uh, I don't even know your bear name. It's just your real name. So, uh, yeah. 
<laughs> some silver. People sent me like weird sweatshirts before that like didn't fit and were like really weird. I didn't really get that. Um, someone sent me some shoes that were like way too big. I don't understand that gift. So some gifts are like really appreciate. You know, some people sent me little pamphlets, little um, like church informational packets and stuff. So that's cool. Little like get to know my religion stuff. I got a good book one time. Got some pins. Um, I got some cool little comic strips from my boy Steppy. So yeah, dude, send me cool stuff. Send me letters. I have pen pal writings back and forth with some people. That's kind of tapered off in the last year, but I'd be willing to pick that back up. If you want to write me some handwritten letters, I uh, will pen pal it to you. We'll snail mail a little conversation if you want to debate or talk or share some info with me. Um, but yeah, that's going to be it for me tonight. Hopefully the jab talk, the jabba-dabba-ding-dong talk, and um, also playing Owen's song, which obviously we're going to be playing again here to close the stream out, or just talking about being offensive. Um, hopefully all that didn't get my stream banned, <laughs> or my channels, you know, my channels deplatformed or whatever. But even if so, we'll just keep on rolling. We'll keep rolling on. Um We'll keep posting wherever we can, anywhere and, and all way, all the places, all the places, all the times. We'll keep streaming. We'll keep posting. We'll make them take my stuff off, right? We'll make them take this stream down. We'll make them censor me like Twitter. <laughs> like Twitter has six times now and I'm on my seventh account. But... All that being said, subscribe to my BitChute and Odyssey channels because those seem to be the best, so far at least, about not censoring me and or censoring other people. Uh, my podcasts are sort of always in question on that <laughs> because of the companies that I use to like stream. And YouTube and Spotify have before censored me and given me multiple like warnings and stuff and taken some streams down. And apparently right now I'm censored on YouTube. I know I got like a warning email. I didn't even read it because it said warning. But I didn't know I got like a thing that didn't fully let me stream. So that's weird. Maybe I can't post or something. But it doesn't seem like my account is banned. My account seems to be up. And my other videos seem to be still accessible. So I'm not fully banned. But my live stream did not work tonight. So they did some kind of block on me. Maybe for a week or two. But subscribe on the other stuff, the alt, the alternative platforms that I'm on, BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble. Um, which ones am I missing? BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble. I'm going to try to get on Rockfin sooner or later. I am on Twitter secretly. I'm on Facebook, my private, not private, but like my personal account. Twitch, for some reason, still hasn't banned me. So that's pretty dope. I'm still on Twitch. And DLive, I'm still streaming on DLive. They didn't ban me either. But people that with similar offensive opinions as myself have been banned there before. So I'm assuming that's a matter of time. And I'm no longer with Linktree, as you might have heard. They banned me. Uh, they, they banned me for, quote unquote, spreading harmful information. <laughs> being spreading harp, harmful information um the gospel is harmful information 
And who else? Discord nuked my whole channel, my awesome dope server that was like actually pretty active and I've been trying to rebuild it, but it's just not the same. It's just not as cool and fun and awesome as it once was. So that's been kind of a bummer. There's a few other places. Yeah, Twitter's banned me like six times. Instagram's taking posts down. TikTok's taking a bunch of my posts down, giving me warnings. I'm like shadow banned on everything. You have to kind of like really search me out on some platforms, I think on YouTube and on uh, TikTok. But whatever, whatever. We'll keep going. No despair. No victimhood here. No regrets, most importantly, right? Just forward progress into tomorrow with truth and love. Real truth, real love, being offensive. <laughs> being offensive in truth and love and suffering the consequences gladly as a result, right? Using the enemy's resources against it for as long as I can and then moving on when no longer able to do so. So we'll wrap it up. I'll stop rambling. Find me, follow me everywhere just in case I do get my channels or streams taken down or whatever, banned on certain platforms, get some of my backup options ready and available. LibertyLinks.io slash Jonathan Corey will just always have whatever's active and working. So if I get banned or deplatformed on one place, just go there and check and subscribe and find the other places I'm streaming to. Blogs, clips, full streams, social media pages are all there. Find me, follow me, spread the word, give me comments, likes, ratings on all the apps and platforms. I do appreciate all the love and support, y'all. Send me a comment or question about what was the first thing I needed advice on. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go through Genesis. Let me know if you want me to do fully, completely, verse by verse, every single verse the whole way through. Or if you want me to just kind of cut the fat and go through like a summary and just kind of the more important verses and most of the verses. Let me know what you guys prefer. And let me know about my hand gestures. Which hand gesture is not satanic or totalitarian <laughs> authoritarian fist punching or uh, Italian it's a spicy meatball <laughs> finger clasping or um, yeah all the other little satanic stuff like every single thing is satanic like surf's up dude oh that's devil horns hey peace and love oh that's devil antler ears or <laughs> let me know what I can do and I'll I'll, I'll try to work it into my uh my hand gestures and movements that I do. I try to hold a pen. I like to little like flip a pen around. And if you hear that, that's me capping a pen because I am a little fidgety. When I talk, I like to like have a secondary distraction usually. And that's me like doing this with a pen. And you might hear that when I accidentally drop it. And I'm like, oh crap. Oh, oops. I dropped it. My bad. But I usually have a little pen in my hand to kind of keep my fingers moving, right? My hand moving. And then when I get on real rambles and thoughts, I do uh, accidental satanic hand gestures to make emphasis. Um, so let me know which ones I can do. And I'll try to do that. But whatever, we'll get out of here. Sorry for keeping y'all. Faith, loyalty, hope. Stay focused on these three core pillars and get your new year off on the right track. Remember to go out there and be offensive in the right way for the right reasons. Go out this week and seek what is good, true, and beautiful out there. God does provide us with plenty of opportunities if we have eyes to see and ears to hear. Be sure to do good, be good, love and be loved. I'll be back here next week with another awesome stream for all my dudes out there. Make sure to tune in live Monday night, January 16th um, for that. 
And until then, I love you guys, all of y'all, um, all all you all, <laughs> all y'all, all you all. I love all y'all. There's nothing, nothing you Yankees can do to stop me. <laughs> y'all Yankees, there's nothing you can do to stop me from loving you anyways. Have a good week. I'll see you next week.